Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. The provision that God gives doesn't always come wrapped in a bow. Sometimes you're given a sword and told to conquer for it. God gets glory in all of it, and we grow in the testing, and God's provision comes kind of better that way. Because rather than just getting it gift-wrapped, we get it and we get the strength, we get the lessons learned, we get the testimony chapter added as God tells us, okay, here is not just your gift-wrapped provision, but here is your opportunity to obey me. Here's Joshua chapter 17, verse 14. Joseph's descendants said to Joshua, okay, this is from the tribe of Manasseh, why did you give us only one tribal allotment as an inheritance? We have many people because the Lord has been blessing us greatly. If you have so many people, Joshua replied to them, go to the forest and clear an area for yourselves there in the land of the Perizzites and the Rephaim, because Ephraim's hill country is too small for you. But the descendants of Joseph said, the hill country is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites who inhabit the valley area have iron chariots, both at Beth Shean, with its surrounding villages, and in the Jezreel Valley. So Joshua replied to Joseph's family, that is Ephraim and Manasseh, you have many people and great strength. You will not have just one allotment because the hill country will be yours also. It is a forest. Clear it, and its outlying areas will be yours. You can also drive out the Canaanites, even though they have iron chariots and are strong. This is a good leader right here. This is a good leader. Over and over again, through the whole book of Joshua, we've seen how they come face to face with the Canaanites, and there's never a question. They know God has already given it to them. God has secured the victory for them, so they just go and they take it. But we've also seen how they do leave pockets of enemy territory unconquered. And now it's to the detriment of the tribe of Manasseh, who, rather than owning it, okay, we didn't drive these people out, so there are Canaanites there. They go to Joshua and say, we don't have enough land. Joshua's response is, you have plenty of land. For one thing, you can go clear the forest. And second of all, just go conquer the guys with iron chariots. This is the prime distinctive between the book of Joshua in Israel's culture and then Israel's culture in the book of Judges, which we studied. You see over and over again in the book of Judges how the people of God are intimidated by their enemies and they complain and they fail. Whereas Joshua completely doesn't even consider that. Joshua's take is completely different. Joshua's thoughts are, well, yeah, God's already given it to us, so just go and take it. It's profound, strong. It also exhibits a high degree of trust in Joshua because at this point, he has done what God has called him to do. He's an old man. He's about to die. Sorry, spoiler. And he's, he's, he dies at the age of 110. Wow. I mean, they're going to this, you know, 100 plus year old man and they're asking him, hey, can you, can you kick the bad guys out of our land? Or can you just give us more land and leave the bad guys there? And that's, an, that's a non-starter with Joshua. Because over and over again, he knows that they've already been given the victory. They have been promised, you know, that they would be victorious. And so it's just a, it's a foregone conclusion in Joshua's mind, even though they have iron chariots, right? Like the F-35 Lightning II of that military era. It doesn't matter. God told you, you would have this land. This is really, this is really cool to me because I can see 
the reflection of a lot of modern day Christians in these members of the tribe of Manasseh. And, and I can see the kind of leader that, that, that I hope to be in Joshua. It's, it's really, really cool. Uh, you know, they, they, they have been given their exact borders and within those borders are the remnants of stuff they left undone. Man, does that convict anybody else? You know, the, the thing that God has called you to conquer, what's waiting, you know, what's holding up the process is what you haven't conquered yet. God's already given it to you. You just haven't taken it yet. So look, if you have so many people, it's not an if, he, he knows. So what he's really doing is uh, in a very cordial sense, framing what's going to turn out to be just uh, kind of a marching order and just a statement of fact as to what you have to do. Go to the forest and clear an area for yourselves. So there, there's work involved in that. They didn't like that as much. Also, you know, to their point, they, they need more. The hill country is not enough for us. But there's more to what Joshua said in the first place. Go clear an area for yourselves there in the land of the Perizzites. This is one of the Gentile nations that inhabited Canaan. It's the, the, the Girgashites, Hivites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and the Rephaim. Because Ephraim's hill country is too small for you. So he actually said that in the initial request. And then like the, he actually says, like, the hill country is too small for you. And then their response is, the hill country is not enough for us. <laughs> so they're... Uh, you know, they're, they're not really answering the charge that Joshua is giving. And it's not even the charge that Joshua is giving. It's not like Joshua is ordering them around. Joshua is pointing out the facts of what's necessary for them to succeed. And they, they point out the obvious. This is the first time we've seen this in the era of Joshua, uh, where the, the Israelites are now pointing out how strong the enemy is. Now, you can understand, I guess, in the era of the judges, why the Israelites would say, yeah, but they've got iron chariots. Yeah, but they're strong. Yeah, but they outnumber us. Yeah, but they're giants. They're starting to talk like the, the OG Israelites here. In the book of Joshua, this is the first time we've seen this kind of fear of the enemy. And they point this out to Joshua. They're, they're looking at the waves instead of at Jesus. Think Peter walking on water. They're looking at the iron chariots. They're looking at the insufficiency of the hill country, even if they were to clear it of its, of its forests. So look, you have many people in great strength. So he's already kind of said this in a, in a polite, implied way. You will not have just one allotment because the hill country will, be, will also be yours. Now he's showing how like, you actually have been given way more than enough. Am I talking to anybody here? You know, am I talking to anybody? It, God has given you more than enough. Is it possible here? Perhaps in your career, you know, if you, you may not be an Old Testament Israelite upon the conquest of Canaan, but you are a New Testament Christian. And if you're a man providing for your family, is it possible that, you know, God has actually given you more than enough. You're just not willing to do the work that it takes to get the promotion or get the raise, put in the extra hours that God has actually given you the opportunity. He's given you the financial blessing that you require. It just comes on the other side of overtime. It comes on the other side of, you know, an additional role at work that you don't want to take. You don't want to pick up an ax and clear the forest. You don't want to take up your swords again and go take on the iron chariots. But the truth is on the other side of that, you actually have more than enough. You've been given an allotment, but it's not gift wrapped. It's why you have an ax. It's why you have a sword. It is a forest. See, he's being more direct now. Clear it. And its outlying areas will be yours. You can also drive out the Canaanites, even though they have iron chariots and are strong. <laughs> he, he says, like, I'll see your iron chariots and I'll raise you that they're also very strong. And it's partly why we, you know, we stopped fighting them in the first place. It's why they're still there. 
So this is this is a little bit of spiritual laziness on these descendants of, of Joseph from the tribe of Manasseh. God's provision sometimes doesn't come gift-wrapped. Sometimes you actually have to do what God has called you to do in order to take it. On the other side of that conquest, not only will you have more than you need, but you will also have been made wiser and stronger. You will have another testimony chapter added onto your story with God, and you'll have more reason to give God glory. God gave us more than enough. God gave us victory in that battle as well. Every testing that God puts before us is for a good reason, and it's a source for joy. Consider it joy when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that this testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that you would be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So, protecting your time with your family within reason, do consider that it very well could be the provision, the financial blessing you've been asking God for requires that you pick up your axe, pick up your sword. That could be how God provides more than enough. Give him all the glory on the other side of the victory.